So we wrapped up Ephesians uh, this Sunday, kind of preached on Paul ends the passage and he kind of talks about spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. He talks about um, being aware of these these different uh, spiritual realities, principalities, forces of darkness that wage war against our soul. And he talks about putting on the armor of God. And so we kind of preached through that a little bit. Uh, but there, I think there's a lot of conversation. I've had a lot of conversation even just this year on... Um, we believe the spiritual realm is real. It's in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. We see Jesus interacting with the with the demonic, you know, in his in, in his ministry. Uh, so we believe these things to be real. Um, yet as we kind of go day to day, sometimes like what what does that look like? What is a demon? What's a real life situation we're in? It can be hard to navigate it. C.S. Lewis, we quoted this Sunday, mm-hmm. says the two kind of ditches we can fall into is either to obsess, you know, where everything's a demon. And the other side is just ignore, you know, and it's just physical. It's just, so there could be different ditches. But uh, what does that look like for us today as we navigate the spiritual realm? How, what does it look like for us today? And how do we keep from kind of falling on those two different sides, would you guys say? Well, I thought you did a great job of laying in our, our series. And the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, you said, I don't know exactly how you said it, but our, our response is the same no matter what. Remember that? You said, you know, stay in and be alert and all those things. Yeah. You remember saying that? <laughs> Everything's normal in the kingdom of God. Oh, okay, kinda, yeah, yeah. You ended with that <laughs> phrase. Like, uh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a great sermon. Were you there? For Eden, it may have been different. <laughs> yeah, it is a good chance. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I honestly think, so you're in deep weeds if you deny this or minimize this, right? Mm-hmm. One is you really have to do biblical gymnastics. You know, from Genesis 3 to mm-hmm. Revelation 12, uh, in the arc of God's story, you you have Satan, you have these demonic forces that right from the garden clear to mm-hmm. the end, Jesus talks about it. He actually is confronted by Satan. He actually teaches about Satan, the demonic forces. Matthew 25, their doom, uh, Satan's the father of life. So, uh, Peter, be careful, be alert. Roaring lion, he's looking to devour. Paul uh, masquerades as an angel of light. Uh, John, in 1 John, he's the the one who is the evil one. I think to minimize it is dangerous because you have to minimize God's word. Hmm. And then to minimize God's word and even namely minimize the teaching of Jesus is to place yourself in really vulnerable. So on the one hand, the ditch over here is you minimize God's word. I think the ditch over here is you can overemphasize parts of it or silo it so that you're not aware that this is bigger than you think. Hmm. So I remember growing up that, yeah, man, there's a spiritual battle and it's taking place when you play Dungeons and Dragons, you know? And I'm like, and so that's the spiritual battle. And it's like, it's way bigger than yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's way more prevalent than that. So I think what you taught us is uh, this this week is this whole idea of be alert, be aware, yeah. is uh, be aware it's true. Be aware it's bigger than you think, right? Uh, and it's not uh, a demon behind every bush kind of thing, but it's prevalent, it's pervasive, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, cosmic, it's big, and it helps me take Peter at his word. Be alert, be aware. And others as well. That's what I think. I think even when you shared some of those different verses, I'm reminded we're told to resist him. Mm -hmm. And so we have uh, Ephesians talks. We have the resurrection power within us when Mm -hmm. we've said yes to Jesus. And so that awareness, I think there is this healthy tension 
And within that, almost being aware of my cultural experience, I think mm. of being in the Western culture, being in America, but even maybe my church culture. Mm. And so yeah. do both of those environments maybe tend to emphasize or minimize? Mm. And what may I come out of in order to have maybe a more healthy tension yeah. with those two is, is kind of a, a healthy thing for us individually to process. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, sometimes it can almost be, what are we talking about when we talk about these things? Mm -hmm. You know, like the yeah. reality of those things, like sometimes when we talk about this is spiritual, this is demonic, sometimes maybe people are only thinking of like the uh, fantastical things, the mm -hmm. things that feel like they're sure. in a movie or something. So it's like, like I heard someone talk about the lie in Genesis 3 being a satanic temptation, a satanic lie. And you're like, well, yeah, because it's Satan tempting yeah. Adam and Eve against trusting Jesus. But when we hear satanic, we think like a very like, you know, sure. like a goat or, you know, very specific mm -hmm. imagery in our culture. Yeah. Are you guys, so you guys have been in ministry for a long time, had a lot of experiences. We talked about some of these things, but for you guys in your, in your ministry experience, are there different experiences that you've had that you're like, yeah, this, this, this was a spiritual experience, like a, you kind of feel like you're facing the these things that Paul's talking about in this passage in like an acute way, in a specific way? I think that was his way of saying we're old. I, I'm not sure, but I think that's what he just said. <laughs> you get right, many years you of experience. Getting half of it for a couple yeah, minutes. You know, okay. like, more more yeah. gray hair over here than over there. Very offended by that comment too. I'm just, oh, I got gray hair. Okay. <laughs> Last week we talked about how he, did you hear this? He went to get a job at Panera, and they, they said he had to shave his sideburns, so he didn't come where he went. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, buddy. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Hey, you know, I, you, so that's an interesting question. And so the thing, I, I mean, there's several things that come to my mind. So I've been doing this almost 30 years, uh, being a pastor, and then I was in ministry for a few years before that in a different kind of ministry with college students. So I've had some different, unique situations, and it they are real. Uh, I, I've shared here before you know i i had a man come to christ in the church i was at in indiana uh, he came to christ after a hangover he had a hangover got up one day went to church came to christ he's he's one of the biggest evangelists i've ever met in my life one day i'm in my office and he drags his brother-in-law in to see me and his brother-in-law was a full-fledged satan worshiper it's like the the the, de the whole deal and he was as big as adam and i put together and looked kind of mean, just to be real honest. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this guy drags him into me, and like he wants me to unsatan him. I think you know what I mean. And I, we, about two and a half hours, we're in my office, and this guy he had a pointy beard, all the things you can imagine. He's looking at me, is doing you know the, the the glare, and he would say things that the he said the minions and the mm -hmm. demons were saying to him. And so I was interested in what the demons were saying to him. So he'd tell me, and then I would quote scripture. Huh. I, did, I, I was like 30-some years old. I didn't know what else to do. Hmm. But I knew that they were telling him lies, so I knew enough. Like, what if, if this is really what's going on, and he said crazy things, uh, they were telling him lies. And so I knew this was truth, and so I would, when I could, give truth back. And this went on for a couple hours. I remember at one point, <laughs> I mean, it's funny now, it wasn't then. At one point, he, he looked at me. And just was glaring, didn't say anything. It was a little creepy. And his brother-in-law sitting over here, and I said, what are the minions telling you? Now, and he looks at me and said, they're telling me to kill you. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I didn't have a verse. And I just looked at him and I said, 
don't listen. <laughs> and don't listen. But uh, but but that e- event for me, two and a half hours, I was exhausted, and uh, there there was no movement. And I finally looked at the brother-in-law who was a follower of Christ who drug him into me, mm. and I said, I don't know what else to do. And we knelt in my office floor and we prayed for this mm. man, which was a bit risky. Yeah. I mean, he's sitting right there, and he just yeah. said this, you know. But we prayed, and I'll never forget, I all of a sudden I felt a presence over me, and it was him. <laughs> well, hopefully this is not the end, you know. <laughs> and uh, I had the privilege in my office to watch this man come to Christ. Hmm. That, that God broke through, did what I couldn't do. We, and you go back to your sermon. You know, Paul ends that whole thing. He's like, pray for yeah. me. Yeah. And so we prayed for this, this guy, and... Uh, Got to watch him grow in his relationship with Christ, baptized his son, baptized him, uh, got to see him share his testimony. That, that for me was an encounter. Mm. I knew I was dealing with something that was extraordinary mm. at that point. And, uh, and I got the privilege of seeing him come, come to Christ. Not every, I used to work it with inmates. It doesn't always end that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I believe this guy was truly attuned to voices that were very very dark i i believe that he was influenced that way and that for me might be the most extraordinary event yeah in the to use your word fantastical or the Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. side of things yeah yeah you seem kind of show up in that yeah kind of specific Mm -hmm. way you spent some time in africa 15 minutes after you got married for a year. (laughs) as our honeymoon (laughs) (laughs) it's a mission strip for a year what what was that experience like? Like in a different culture and context. For sure, and the comfortability is on the other end of the spectrum because the demonic acknowledgement is an everyday conversation. Yeah, I remember the spiritual conversation. It's not like people aren't having. Correct. It. They're yeah. very comfortable with those yeah. conversations, yeah. or maybe acknowledging something as potential that way. Yeah. Um, I think of where we lived in Pretoria, there was a witch doctor that lived in an apartment right beside us. Mm. And so that awareness kind of led us to pray in terms of the ministry Mm. more regularly and more often and differently. Mm. Uh, I had remembered when we went to Swaziland, we uh, tent camped for uh, three weeks. There was this young lady, she was probably early 20s. She wouldn't come into their home, just kind of, um, she had like a blanket when we were there, but was always naked and just very disturbed. And you would look at him and you're like, I don't have a box to fit what hmm. she's experiencing in. And so we would, we prayed with her. Like I remember our team was able, the ladies to give her a bath and, and do things. And so you see these things that you're like, I'm not sure that fits the compartments that I'm comfortable mm. with. Yeah, yeah. And it hopefully leads you to more of a, a trust of God. I can't do anything in this situation. I just need your power to overcome something yeah. that naturally, like, yeah. wow. I don't think I can influence. I think of even here, and sometimes it's hard to exactly define it, but I know I served uh, right before I came Grace as a drug and alcohol mm. counselor. Yeah. And so as guys had experienced addiction and kind of some of those strongholds, uh, beliefs, and even physical, like you see different things that you, you don't observe every day. And so in those environments, yeah. you're kind of a little bit more cognizant yeah. that there could be um, spiritual influence going on. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk Sunday. It's not like it's 
mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Like it's four different, which one of the categories is yeah. it? But they kind of exist together in different capacities mm-hmm. and in different ways. You kind of see those things show and, up. And I think what he was saying is, like if you travel the world, mm-hmm. so you know, I've been to Haiti, yep. very, very attuned to this, or um, you travel to certain cultures, there, there's a... Um, uh, an acknowledgement of this yeah. that is at a different volume than here doesn't mean it's different right. uh, intensity. Right. Like if, if if I were answering that question, I told you about my friend in my office, mm-hmm. but, but it, 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 I was thinking about this coming into this and probably the most prevalent encounters that I've had, 30 years of being a pastor, are twofold. One is when, when I'm with somebody who's not a follower of Christ and resistant, I think of the passage where it says that, that Satan blinds the mind. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man. And, and when you face this resistance and this like, it, there's just no breakthrough and you want to force something and you realize, man, Satan is great at that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm being truthful, I think I've encountered Satan and the demonic forces and all that in church more than anywhere else. Yeah. I honestly think that's where he shows up. And it's subtle. In, in our particularly in our culture, it's mm-hmm. subtle. It's um, it's almost wears a religious mask. Yeah. At times and and I think that yeah. is almost uh, it's scary because it's it's it almost becomes accepted and embraced. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what I want to riff on that. What are the different ways you think that sh- does show up in our culture? So you might see certain places where the volume in certain ways is turned up. There might be certain moments, guy in your office, you know, time in Africa, where certain moments are turned up. But those aren't the only, as we're talking about, those aren't the only spiritual battle moments. Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you think are kind of the ways in which um, Satan's lies, these spiritual forces, show up most prevalently, kind of what you were saying, in our culture, in our context, in our kind of moment where most of us are probably listening in? Where would you guys say that kind of show is probably showing up the most? Yeah, I, well, my brain, you know, maybe Adam can pick up my, my brain. When, when you ask that question, I think about the arc of God's story. Hmm. And when I think about the arc of God's story, you go clear back to uh, Genesis 3, maybe 3 through 12, 3 through 11, something like that. When you see the beginning of Satan's strategy, mm-hmm. which Paul talks about. He, he's got schemes and he might mm-hmm. outwit us. So I, I see several things that come to my mind that you can see play out in culture, in church, in mm-hmm. our world. Uh, one is that Satan is a master deceiver. Mm-hmm. So if I can take the lie and twist it, particularly if I can cause you to doubt God's goodness, which is what he does at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. He's also a master at disordering our love. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So the, mm-hmm. the primary sin is a disordered love. And then what that does is it leads to division. So you think about the garden. He gets them to doubt God's love and uh, his goodness. And then what they do is they act out of a selfish desire. I want yeah. to be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you have, they're hiding from God. They're blaming each other. Their kids kill each other on the way to church. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like oh, mm-hmm. you have division. When I think about the passage you taught us this last week, you get to Ephesians is the beauty of it. He's talking about in Christ this, I don't know the word, this new humanity coming together or whatever. And what does he say? 
as this new creation, this new humanity, he's talking plural. He says, I want you to pursue love, a love mm -hmm. that's pure. I want you to protect unity. I want you to uh, speak truth. And there's this sense to which Satan has always been who he is. There's an old football coach, I don't know who it was. He, he stood at a press conference and says, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> Satan is who we think he is. And he's still doing that. So what he does, look at our political landscape. It's as fragmented and divisive. And so when that becomes the primary thing in a church, all of a sudden we're, we're, <laughs> we identify with what divides us <laughs> instead of what unites us. Well, don't, don't think Satan doesn't have a heyday with that, <laughs> right? Uh, when, when If I can keep people out of the Word of God, mm -hmm. I have no idea what the mm -hmm. truth is. Mm -hmm. So how do they tell what counterfeit dollar bills are? They study the truth. Well, if I don't know what the truth is, if I don't know what, yeah. I'll never know what the why is. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think of that passage in 1 John where he says, don't love the world, the things in the world, I want you, the lust of the, uh, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, all those things. And then he talks about greater is he who's in us than he yeah. who's in the world. I think that he operates. We think about him in these awful Chucky movies, you know. <laughs> Chucky's back, you know. And it's like, okay, that's awful. I think he's way more subtle than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he's way more tricky than that. Yeah. And I think he shows up mm -hmm. in ways that deceive, divide. I think he wants to disorder our love where God's like part of my life. Yeah. I love God. And I love, yeah. instead, I, I think that's what, 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 when you asked the question, that's what came to my mind was, I think about the arc of God's story, he is who, he is who we thought he was. Yeah. He is who we thought he was. Mm -hmm. And I think in connection with that, you would probably even say like the majority of the battle is between our ears. Like it's yeah. in our mind. And Second yeah. yeah. uh, Corinthians says to take every thought captive. Yeah. And so we've been empowered mm. to, That's good. through God's spirit and his word and th the opportunity to pray, to be able to recognize some yeah. of those deceptive thoughts, ideologies, strongholds. Yeah. Dan had shared, I think, one, one way you might see it often, and it, we don't always acknowledge it, is in the idea of uh, sharing and praying for other unbelievers to come to faith in Christ. And so recognizing Satan wants to thwart what God is seeking to build. And so within the church, that's a, a perfect way. Yeah, yeah. What if this group of people's prime for uh, new ministry opportunities are happening? Well, Satan will probably be sure to show up somehow, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you think of advancement. I think of some people who may be in their humility recognize and cry out a need for God. That's when maybe you have a stronger influence of trying to break a, hmm. a stronghold or something, a past addiction yeah. of like, there might be a period of time where Satan really wants to pull you back out of what God is seeking to advance in there. So That's maybe good. unique yeah. avenues. Yeah. You know, you, you said something that made me think this. I mean, just, if we're just thinking off the top of our head here, uh, what, one of the things that Satan does, I wonder if he deceives, uh, in, in the minimizing of church in the biblical community. Hmm. And the reason I think hmm. that is, I was telling you earlier, or you, I can't remember which one, maybe both of you. We look the same. I was reading, you look the same? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get you confused all the time, uh, except for the sideburns. But uh, I, I was reading that, that passage about the armor of God that you preached. Mm -hmm. 
this author of the book was talking about how Paul is talking plurally hmm. to the church at Ephesus yeah. and how we always take that passage individually and that's appropriate, put on the armor of God. But what he's saying is, I want you, body of Christ, to put on the armor of God. And mm. we need each other, the, yeah. the belt yeah. of truth, right? Sometimes we need each other to help each other with this. And I think when we minimize that, we become vulnerable to it's being taken captive by yeah. thoughts that yeah. are deceptive or wrong. And so there's a sense to which uh, that battle between the ears, we need each other. Yeah. The community. Yeah. 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 yeah there's the... Jesus tells Peter that the gates of hell aren't going to overcome what I'm building, but doesn't mean I'm not going to try. You know, like, specifically what you're saying, like, when the church is united, when there is gospel advancement, kingdom work being done, yeah, like, Satan doesn't want that to happen. (laughs) He wants to make us ineffective, unproductive in our faith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I've, I've, I think I've knocked on both your doors to ask you guys this. How how do we know? So a lot of people would read, you know, Maybe Jesus' interaction with some demons. You might hear you talk about that lady in Africa. I'd be like, oh, well, they're just, now it's just bipolar. It's anxiety. It's depression. It's it's a mental health thing. And so actually we don't have to deal with any stuff because it's that. Or, there, you know, you hear there's different physical things. Is how, do, how would you guys help give us maybe some, um, not that there's like a silver bullet, but almost maybe a grid to think through and how do we navigate what is maybe like mental health what what is maybe um, a lie of Satan that uh, use like fantastical language uh, demonic oppression where it's like that we Satan doesn't want the truth to get through in the situation physical things maybe we navigate how would you help give us a grid on kind of the, in our brains navigate that those kind of differences mm-hmm. I think it the reality it. it may in certain instances be a combination, right? And so like being able to clearly define, I don't know, uh, maybe exploring all the realms and avenues, um, you know, like someone seeing a doctor is completely acceptable, but maybe just, I think being definitive about it takes away some of the humility and dependency that we have in God and on God for that. And so... I think being sensitive or aware or maybe comfortable comfortable to acknowledge, like, I remember last year when you had a lot of physical ailments, it's like, you went to all the doctors, you tried to pursue, but in that time, like, amongst, like, those close to you, like, we prayed differently, right? Yeah. And prayed of, like, Lord, we might not know exactly what's going on, but we need more of your... Uh, sensitivity, awareness, strength, endurance, yeah, yeah. perseverance in this. I think part of the piece, uh, I don't want to be a pragmatist about it, but I don't know if it changes how I interact much. Right. right. And so prayer and the word of God, and as you talk through the armor, it's like everyday things that I should be doing. Yeah. So I don't know um, if it always matters. I can clearly define it, but maybe to be sensitive to continue to explore those. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way you put that. Yeah. I- by the way, I, I and I appreciate it. I you know I knew that you guys and the team were praying. That was a difficult time, um, you know, or has been. I guess there's still components of that that, mm-hmm. that are taking place, and um, that you never know the answer to. I, I think when I was listening to you talk, I, I I think the the answer that comes to my mind is we all are under spiritual or facing spiritual oppression. Mm-hmm. 
And I think if you go with that understanding, mm-hmm. so when I got sick, okay, mm-hmm. and I have all these weird things happening to me, people are like, do you think that's Satan? Well, what I know is what I know in the Word, that Satan is seeking to destroy and devour and lie. And, and so I know I'm physically sick. And so if you, if you said to me, do you think Satan's trying to discourage you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Could he be using your physical ailment? Yes. And I went to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't go seek somebody to pray Satan out of me or Satan away from me, or which I don't necessarily find that. I went to the doctor. I have people come into the office, and I think uh, uh, there's spiritual oppression for sure, but that doesn't take away there might be emotional struggle, there might be mental challenge that they ought to seek help for. And Satan will use that, and the, the enemy will use that to oppress, discourage, sideline. Hmm. Uh, he'll use all those things. Hmm. He'll use your religion. I think the thing that he uses more than anything yeah. is if I can just get a bunch of Christians going to church and being okay with that, mm-hmm. I think he's like, like we always look for the fantastical. I like your word. That we always look for that. I think if he can just fill churches across our country and you guys just sit on your tail ends and just check the box, I think Satan's like, Got him. Victory. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. And so I think we're always under this, in this battle. That's the global part of it. It's not like, I think he's doing that. I think he's doing that. Yeah. I'm always aware that he can use anything to try to discourage me, frighten me, uh, get me to believe a lie, doubt God's goodness. And so when I was struggling physically, I had all those battles. I'm like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. And then, so, so God allows me to wrestle into him. And Satan, was that from Satan? I had people ask me that all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt like it was, but I don't <laughs> sure. know. Uh-huh. But I know Satan sure wanted to use it. Yeah. I know he wanted to use it. Yeah. And I think maybe in that, it takes courage, humility, vulnerability to ask others, say, hey, pray for me in this situation. And that's where like the isolation, the idea of like living under the freedom of the gospel that like yeah. even if i'm struggling to let, allow others to know because yeah. the prayer of other people are powerful and effective and so yeah. a willingness that way i remember coming into your office i don't know if you remember this or not i'll never forget it i was at the end man like i i i could not figure my way out uh and i remember just i remember shedding tears because i don't mm-hmm. shed tears for much. and you praying for me and i remember thinking I have no idea if what Satan's allowed to do or not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. I just know that I don't want to get in a ditch. I don't want to get stuck. And I was exhausted, and I needed, I needed the family. Yeah. I needed a brother to pray. I didn't even know how to pray. Yeah. I don't know. Just take it away. And he prayed for me uh, that day, and I remember feeling like I'm not alone. Mm. Yeah. You know, and and I. There's something powerful about the community, and he. I think he put some armor on me that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, man, you you can't get this on yourself." Mm-hmm. And that was helpful. Yeah, that kind of collective picture of the armor. But you, even as we stand, not just in the armor, but stand together. I think there's something to like even wisdom and community of navigating those things. Because as you guys were saying, it, there's not everything isn't mutually exclusive. Was well, it physical or is it yeah. the devil? Is it emotional? Or sometimes that lie, and I think we interact with this a lot, men or women, a lot of times maybe men, that have emotional struggles that they don't know how to deal with, won't deal with, that's causing damage or pain or or ineffectiveness for the kingdom. 
Well, it's an emotional problem. Well, it's mental. But if Satan's like, don't get healing. Don't invite people into it. Just real men. But and you believe that lie, you're not going to experience healing. You know, or if, yeah. if there is like, I'm not going to, I may, people, I have maybe family history of it. Maybe I have different things yeah. of different mental illness. No, no, no. It's just a, if you can just stay here and not get actual help and understanding, understanding leads to wisdom. But a lot of those things happen in community, happen mm-hmm. together. Like sometimes you need someone, I know for me, like you need to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I, 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 in a very small way, felt this when I was young. Like I was very like, there was a lot of, you know, early 20s, a lot of different things. And I was just believing lies. And some of that would show up mental health, some would show up emotional. But I just need people to be like, we understand. Let's keep going this way. Because it's easy to believe those lies. Mm-hmm. As we, as you guys kind of look, wrap up with this, this this conversation, and I love that it help, hopefully the conversation shows like these things are aligned and it's the identifying lies. What would you say to maybe people listening, followers of Jesus, Paul says... Wage, wage a war against spiritual forces of evil. It sounds fantastical. <laughs> you know, it sounds like I haven't seen any of those for a minute since, you know, the 31st of last month. But what what does, as we live our daily lives with Jesus, what practically would you give people kind of advice, a perspective um, to kind of see with a spiritual lens, to not obsess, to not uh, minimize, but to follow Jesus in an awareness? What Paul would say, staying alert, you know, mm-hmm. what practical encouragement would you guys give people? Yeah. I tend to think of maybe even the context of uh, a ministry avenue, right? Uh, my wife and I were part of foster care and adoption group, and there's a lot of language about trauma in past. And so I think practically it's like, I should learn hmm. and grow in my education, hmm. but I need to be so grounded um, in truth. And it's, I shouldn't just know the Bible, but I think there's, I wonder when it comes to spiritual warfare, if there's like the difference of embedding scripture in a way of yeah. like, I'm just aware of it. I yeah. I remember there were certain verses that I learned that were really helpful yeah. in difficult situations. Yeah. And so I think maybe just the understanding of scripture mm. uh, being so prevalent, right? Maybe there are a few identity verses of like, because yeah. the propaganda Satan's gonna, is gonna be our identity in Christ. So what are those maybe core or key things That's that good. I can learn, maybe even as a family, right? Just yeah. journeying together to say, hey, I'm gonna be rooted in this truth of the gospel because Satan's gonna try and attack my position yeah. or what That's I good. think that Christ has done for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, that's really good, Adam. I, 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 just, I just think there's a mindset. Like, uh, I think when we lose a kingdom mindset, we begin to think this is our home and so we get we struggle when things aren't comfortable, convenient, and we forget that he says it's, it's a war. Mm-hmm. And there's an instinct and an intuition that I bet you the people uh, in the middle of Gaza right now are living differently. Mm-hmm. There's war, so they hear sirens. It's like they, oh yeah, they're not surprised. Like what's going on? What's that? What's that sound? There's because they're attuned to the fact that there's a war going on. And I think a kingdom mindset says, yeah, this is not my permanent home. And he said, there's a war Mm -hmm. and there is an enemy. I'm not gonna walk in fear. I'm not gonna get paralyzed with, you know, but what I am gonna do is be very attuned to that. That Satan would love to devour. He would love to destroy. He would love to lie. 
And so I think embedding is developing an intuition, an mm -hmm. instinct uh, to be able to not just know God's word, which I think is a struggle. I think Satan loves knowledge that isn't wisdom. Yeah. And I think wisdom mm -hmm. says, how do I take God's word and apply it? And how do I... Uh, develop the instinct to respond in a world that where there's a war going on. So I think embedding is, is powerful. I think staying close to community, yeah. uh, I, I believe, is a huge part of it. Uh, I, I think inviting others, and I love what you were saying that, like, Satan will use your past. I meet people all the time, and, and their past has damaged them. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to deal with it. Well, Satan's going to use that. Yeah. And, and he, he, he'll... he'll so is that satanic oppression or, well, if you were abused by your father and you never talk about it, right? Uh, there's a sense which I got to invite somebody in to help me process it, yep. to get healing from mm -hmm. it, uh, because Satan would love to keep me there. So I think yep. being close to community, inviting in, and I love how you led us this life, be prayerful. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think Satan loves prayerlessness. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I, when I'm prayerful, it's like I really recognize there's something. When I'm not prayerful, it's almost like I minimize the fact there's any spiritual warfare and I minimize that God's involved. When I'm prayerful, it's mm. like, yeah, you know, there's something going on that there's I'm part of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think all those things. Yeah, no, that's good. Hopefully in these conversations, we can just um, kind of connect some dots, you know what I mean? And answer some of those questions that people may be listening on Sundays and say, I still wonder about that. And we've said this a couple of times, if you're listening, we'd love to have this conversation with the church. You know what I mean? Sure. E email us, reach out to us. We'd love to dialogue with you and, and help pass you through whatever kind of walking through. So yeah. thanks for sitting Fine. down guys. Hey, thank you. Thanks for leading us. Yeah. Mm -hmm.